You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Ellis. Welcome to the Locked On Indians podcast. Hey, the Indians didn't lose today, right? Well, they didn't play, but at least they didn't lose today. Before we dive in the show, I want to remind you that today's show is brought to you by OhioVersEveryone.com. That is OhioVSEveryone.com. It is a fun site. It is a site I go, I check out, I look at. Let's pull it up right now. We're in the middle of, of this uh conversation and i've talked about before what's really nice about this site is i know the indians guy matt is someone who is very knowledgeable fantastic writer knows his stuff when you go there right now you can see ohio state has its own headline with a bunch under it then you got cleveland with the three teams cincinnati general which has national video and podcast so you have all of those things in there to find on your favorite team so let's go to indians and discuss that real quick uh, Indians need to call up Nolan Jones. Hey, that's uh, something we've been talking about. So go and read and see what Matt had to say about that over on OhioBSEveryone.com. You can see why Matt thinks, uh, why Matt agrees with me that Nolan Jones makes a lot of sense to be called up. So unfortunately, it is uh, a minute till 9 o'clock Central, so 10 o'clock Eastern, and the Cleveland Indians have not made any roster moves. I was hoping that something would... Uh, for something, anything, uh, but uh, nothing came to be. Nothing has occurred. So rather than sit around and dwell on that, I thought we haven't really dove into the baseball savant numbers in a while for the Cleveland Indians. It's something I used to do a lot last year. I do it when we're talking and profiling Indians' opponents. So let's see where the Indians are as the season comes to you know its conclusion. It's nearing the end. Let's see where the Indians are, where the Indians' players are, who's been good, who hasn't, etc. So I already have it booted up. I have it over here. Let's let's start offensively. Where do the Indians have red stats in offense? And I'm pausing because there is one player who's in like the... Essentially to be a red, you need to be like top 7% or better of the league. And all you have is exit velocity with Fran Mel Reyes, who's in top 5% of the league. Even if you go and you look at uh, Jose Ramirez, who's been the Indians' best hitter. You know, maybe there's a white I'm just missing due to cut... Nope. Not even one of those guys who's like at the 10th percent where you can't really see it because it blends in with the screen. Yeah, the Indians offensively just have not been, uh, don't have a lot of guys who are standing out there. Uh, the only blue on the other side, bottom 3%, is that uh, weighted expected batting average con, which is one of those things I don't know the best, but Carlos Santana's bottom 3% of the league, not, come, not as huge surprise because his... Uh, Batting average in general is very low. Plate discipline numbers. I don't see anything in here, red or blue. Come down to batted ball profile. Again, nothing that stands out either positively or negatively uh, amongst players who qualify. That's that's always the big thing is they may not have a lot of guys who also qualify. Just not a whole lot going on. Um, so you're, you know... Weighted on-base average, which should give you an idea of offensive production. It goes Jose Ramirez, Francisco Lindor, or I'm sorry, Fran Reyes, Francisco Lindor, Carlos Santana, Cesar Hernandez, and then Mike Freeman and Taylor Naquin, followed closely by Bradley Zimmer. And again, that's where I'm kind of like, are we sure that Zimmer shouldn't be up somewhere on this team? 
the potential there is at least something uh, with the speed and the power. But you got that top crew, and then it's just not much after them. Who's barreling? Who's making the best, the highest barrel percentage? Daniel Johnson in his 12 at-bats. Then Franmil, Naquin, uh, Austin Hedges, surprisingly enough, Jose Ramirez, and Carlos Santana. Hard hit, who's hitting the ball when they hit it hard? Naquin is actually highest on the team, followed by Franmil, Roberto Perez, Francisco Lindor, Cesar Hernandez. Uh, let's see, anything else? Should we come down here? Who is, who's got the lowest chase percentage? Roberto Perez, then Carlos Santana, then surprisingly Bradley Zimmer, Jordan Luplo, and Jose Ramirez. Who is having the best zone swing percentages? Uh, Naquin, Lindor, Reyes, Naylor, Mercado. Percentage of, you know, their swings in the zone. Uh, who is, you know, it's... Let's see, anything else we want to look at? Uh, let's just look at something like pool. Like, so you go through and you look at the pool data, like percentage of balls put in play that get pulled. Leon, Hedges, Jose Ramirez. Now, remember a year ago, there was some talk that Jose Ramirez was not pulling enough, and that was part of his problem. Uh, percentage of balls hit that are weak, weak contact. Carlos Santana, among starters, is the lowest. Then Reyes, Lindor, Mercado, Perez. The high end of things, Austin Hedges, Sandy Leone, Bradley Zimmer. See anything else? Uh, you know, we already did percentage barreled. So, yeah, the offensively, it's interesting that they actually haven't been uh, terrible, 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 but they also don't have anyone who's really uh, near the top. They got one guy in the red, one stat in the blue. So let's go over to pitching. Pitching is where we see a much different story. you got a lot of guys you can talk about with pitching. So Tristan McKenzie, top 8 of the league in expected uh, on-base average. Uh, top 8% of the league in expected batting average. Top 10% of the league in expected weighted on-base average. Next player who's got a red marking, Cal Quantrell in his uh, 99 uh, appearances this year. It's a good amount. Top 9% of the league in exit velocity. So he's not getting... Uh, his hard hit percentage is also pretty low, so the upside is typically he's not really someone who is getting hit super hard. Come down. James Karinchak, top 5% of the league and weighted on base. Top 1% expected batting, expected slugging, and expected weighted on base percentage. In other words, he's just been beastly. Um, if not for the fact that Kyle Lewis and Lewis Robert are uh, MVP candidates, uh, Karen Jock would get Rookie of the Year talk. He just doesn't have a chance because he is in with two legit MVP candidates. Bieber, top 4% in the uh, weighted on base, top 10% in expected batting, and top 5% of the league in expected weighted on base. Kind of interesting because he does have a little bit of a higher slugging, not necessarily in the blue or anything bad like that, but he does uh, give up the long ball. Phil Maton, Matten, however you want to pronounce it, uh... Yeah, I'm not. Haven't been his biggest fan, but the uh, the advanced stats say that I'm incorrect. Top eight percent of the league in barrel percentage, uh, hard hit percentage, top one percent, exit velocity, top one percent, expected batting average, top nine percent, top two percent in slugging, top three percent in expected weighted batting average, and let's see, Plesac is uh, top three percent in weighted on base. 
And Brad Hand in expected batting average is top 5%, and hard hit percentage is top 10%. No, no blues. All reds for this team. A lot of guys. So, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it shouldn't come as a surprise. The names you kind of expect to hear are the ones who are performing very well for them amongst their pitchers. I mean, that is the strength of this team. Uh, Statcast fielding. So who has been a good defender? Who has not been a good defender? Uh, Francisco Lindor is the outs above average king on the Indians. He is at four. He is uh, definitely a red. Jose Ramirez a two. A one for DeShields, Mercado, Allen, and Cesar Hernandez. Those are all above average defenders. Uh, Naylor, Freeman, Santana in the middle. And then your bad defenders based on the data. Zimmer, Leplo, Santana, and then Naquin is the worst defender on the team. Take that for what it's worth. His success rate added is a negative 7%. Uh, all the things on him are showing a not good defender, uh, someone who should not be out there towards the uh, later part of games. Let's see, do we get... Uh, don't have the catching stats in there yet. And running, uh, <laughs> Sandy Leone, bottom 2%. Austin Hedges, bottom 4%. Cesar Hernandez, top 9%. And he does lead the team, even over uh, DeShields. So Cesar Hernandez has been the fastest runner on the Cleveland Indians this year. Uh, percentile rank. <laughs> Man, Sandy Leone is slow. Age rank, uh, things like that. It's kind of interesting to go through and see. Long choice, Long story short, though. It shows a team with, you know, great pitching, fantastic pitchers, both as starters and relievers, and an offense that is largely unimpressive, uh, but also not the worst thing in the world. Now, at the same time, I don't think any of the catchers have played long enough to really qualify amongst those offensive categories, so that's the caveat there, and that could also be some of the caveat amongst the outfielders. I don't know how many of them qualify. But offensively, a team that's uninspiring and a pitching staff that is extremely inspiring. So if you want something inspiring, go check out rockauto.com today. Remember, when you go to rockauto.com, you want to write in the little, how'd you hear about us? Go there and say, locked on, locked on Indians, locked on MLB. Just make sure that you type locked on. So right now I'm going to that website. I'm typing Ford Fusion. I'm putting my year in. And something I do need with my car is a, uh, a new set of tires. I am going to go and just shop and compare what I know out there. And I'm trying to find the matchup in the tur uh, which one mine is. And there we go. And wheel. And they have all sorts of things in here. Lug nuts, lug nut lock, tire pressure monitoring sensor. Tire, tire pressure monitoring system service kit, valve steam cap, wheel, and then they have all sorts of, this is for the actual, uh, you know, the, why am I blanking on the, the internal wheel part, you know, the, the rim of the car. So you can go and find all sorts of, you can, police interceptor sedan, police interceptor utility. I mean, they have all sorts of things on here. You can go back with years to, I can see going back to 1909. If you need a part for your car, Rock Auto has it. Go today and check out rockauto.com. And if you do buy something, remember to say locked on in how you heard about them. Okay, so let's continue talking about this Indians offense and comparing it 
to just other teams, other situations. Let's pop over to fan graphs actually. And let's look at some data. Let's look at team WRC plus, a favorite statistic I bring up on the show. Uh, I guarantee you, you don't know who is leading baseball in WRC plus. A lot of people might be thinking the Padres or the White Sox do the hottest teams in baseball. They're tied for second. Maybe you're thinking the Dodgers. Well, they're tied for third with the Braves. Now, the Rays are a good team. No, they're at six. The Giants are surprising. Nope, they're further down. It's the New York Mets have the highest WRC plus in baseball right now. Uh, they lead all teams in that category to 123, 100 being average. The Indians on the other side of things, they are 26th with 84 as a team average. The Brewers are ahead of them at 87 for 25, and the Reds uh, are at 24 with an 89. Below the Indians, the Rockies. Surprising? I think so there. 79, Diamondbacks 78, Pirates 71, and the hapless Rangers at 68. So you're looking at a bottom five offense by, uh, you know, this WRC Plus, which takes everything, adds it together, and pumps out a score. Overall war. Who has the best Fangraphs war? It's the Padres, followed by the White Sox, followed by the Dodgers, Athletics, and then the Mets. Right? Did you expect the Mets there again? The Indians are 20th between the Blue Jays and the Astros. Uh, the Blue Jays and the Royals are actually tied at 4.7. Interesting that the Royals are there with that score. So yeah, that, that's just an interesting thing to look at. What team walks the most? Which one has the highest walk percentage? Indians come in seventh there. Rays and Athletics first. Which team has the highest strikeout percentage? Tigers. Indians are down at 16th. Tied with the, uh, nope, not tied with anyone, between the Pirates and the Mariners. Uh, old school people, you probably are going, what's batting average look like? Well, 26th in batting average for the Cleveland Indians. 227 is a team. Actually, and they're tied with the Cubs and the Athletics at 227, so they're actually tied for 24th. Uh, Brewers, Pirates, Rangers, and Reds, the only teams worse. On base percentage, a better indicator of how a, how successful a team is in getting on base. When you look at this uh, particular category, the Indians are 21st, actually tied for 20th with the Rockies. The Astros are 22nd, just a point behind them. Your league leader, the Mets, then the Braves, the Phillies, the Padres, and the Cardinals. Should we look at uh, the pitching side of things? Do you want to compare? Do we just stick with offense? Because that has been the bane. Uh, what about the weighted on-base average, which is, again, kind of a, a whole-level thing that gives you an idea of overall offensive production? Uh, Braves, Padres, Mets, Dodgers, White Sox. Where did the Indians fall on this one? 27th. Diamondbacks, Rangers, and Pirates. Only teams worse. And that's what we're seeing. I mean, right above the Indians, Mariners, and the Brewers. Offensively, the Indians are a bottom five team. Uh, kind of curious to look at some of these other categories. Overall offensive score, I've never really used this for anything other than idle curiosity. The Indians rank 25th in that with a negative uh, 36. Defense, let's see, base running. Another one of those interesting ones on Fangraph. They don't really necessarily know the valuation or how much value it brings to things. In terms of base running, the Indians are 16th. Tied for 15th with the Royals, honestly. So that gives you an idea. The offense is pretty bad. Let's click over to the advanced stat side of things. Um, anything here? Should we just look at OPS for old time's sake? Uh, Braves, Padres, Mets, Dodgers, White Sox are at your top. Indians are 27th. 680 OPS. 
Diamondbacks, Rangers, Pirates, only teams worse. Noticing a trend here, I'm sure. Isolated Power. Similar names all at the top that you're probably used to. Indians are 28th. That's one of the categories they are the worst at. Diamondbacks, Pirates, the only teams that are worse in Isolated Power. That's like a BAPIP. This is going to show the teams that have been lucky and teams that have been very unlucky in the early going. So Mets, White Sox, Braves, Red Sox. It's bad if you're a Red Sox fan because they've been lucky this year. Those teams are all significantly lucky when you look at uh, BAPIP. Rockies, Marlins, Tigers, Nationals, Orioles, Royals, Padres would all be into the lucky camp. The Padres and Royals are close to average. Extreme unlucky, Reds, Rangers, Pirates, Yankees, Diamondbacks. I would say the Angels, Athletics, Brewers, Dodgers, Indians, Mariners. But this Indians, Mariners are kind of closer to, to not being that unlucky. The Indians are 21st in this category. And again, I like to kind of look at that more because it's just showing maybe they've been unlucky this year. It, sadly, that does not seem to be the... Uh, the case. So let's go over and look at this in a positive way. Let's check out the pitching statistics for the Cleveland Indians comparing it to the rest of the league this year. Overall pitching war, Indians are number one in 8.6. Second place has a 7.5, third place is 7.2, and a 7 in fourth. Uh, their war has just been unbelievable. I'm not going to look at XFIP because I've already explained I don't like normalizing home runs. I think that is a uh, not useful way to evaluate. In terms of FIP, the Indians are first, and again, it's a big separator. 3.66 compared to a 3.84, 3.87, 3.87, and 3.97 for the next few teams. Give the old school the ERA. Uh, just in terms of ERA, the Indians are second to the Dodgers. Dodgers at 2.97, Indians at 3.24. White Sox at 3.53 and third. Exit velocity. Who is uh, getting hit hard? Tigers who is not getting hit hard. The Indians are 22nd, but the Brewers are the team to look at. Uh, Batpip, let's see. Pitching, luck versus not lucky. Uh, Phillies, Red Sox, Nationals, Mets, Tigers, Rockies, Brewers, all pretty unlucky. In terms of who's been lucky, Cardinals, Dodgers, Yankees, Orioles, Cubs, White Sox, Mariners, Rangers, Giants, and then, again, the Indians to a small degree. Uh, home run rate. This could be one area where the Indians are not in a high position because they're not uh, necessarily the best at keeping the ball in the park. Red Sox are the worst at it. The Indians, why do I not see them? They're 23rd, better than I thought, uh, at a 1.20. The White Sox are the best, under one home run per nine. Which team is the control masters? Do you want to take a bet on which team has the lowest walk rate? Yeah, it's the Indians. It's something they specialize in. 2.49, 2.66 for the Dodgers, 2.83 for the Athletics. So a big separator there. Strikeouts for nine. Do you want to take a bet on that? Because uh, you'd be wrong. It's the Reds, followed by the Brewers, then the Indians. And they're all over 10 strikeouts per nine. And you have a bit of a drop to the Yankees at 9.64. But the long and short of this is the Indians have a bottom five offense and a and I'm realizing I just said the long and short of it for like the second or third time in this podcast, I apologize. They have arguably the best pitching staff in baseball, and then they have a bottom five offense. So to me, what this means is they're going to see a chance in the postseason. For as much as I stress and I worry and I complain about them, 
they are a team that the pitching gives them a chance. I mean, the postseason is a giant crapshoot to begin with. But pitching will give them a chance to succeed. So in spite of the offense and all of its struggles and as bad as it is, when your pitching is that good, it can carry you. And we will see if it can carry them. Hopefully it's going to carry them to some wins in the next few days. Tomorrow we'll get a chance to talk about the Cubs game, talk about performances in that one. I still think this is a series where you could, uh, you know, I, I'm calling tomorrow a loss, and I'm hoping for that uh, coming off the losing streak on Wednesday. We will see. But, uh, yeah, tomorrow's going to be a rough matchup for the Cleveland Indians. I have been Jeff Ellis. This has been the Locked On Indians podcast. Remember to rate, listen, review, download. Those uh, Apple reviews are a, a big deal. So if you haven't left one and you've enjoyed the podcast, just go give me some stars, preferably five, but hey, anything helps. And if you want to do a quick message, all the better. Uh, it's a free podcast, so you can pay me back by leaving a review. It helps the show. And uh, what also helps the show is download it every day. And uh, if you, even if you're not going to listen, if you're not using your phone, just set it to play and let it play in the background because that helps our numbers as well. All those little things, like if everyone downloaded, you know, they, they sent a thing recently where it showed that the average person listens to like three or four, like every two weeks, basically, for their, our podcast. So if everyone uh, downloaded all of them and just let it play in the background when they're not using their phone, I could, you could double the numbers, you know, more than double. You could like triple the numbers of this show just by um, doing that all the time. Again, I've been Jeff Ellis. I really owe all the success of the show to the fans, though, and I want to thank you guys. Even if you don't do any of that stuff, thank you for listening. Thank you for interacting. Thank you for all that fun stuff. You can find me on Twitter at JeffMLBDraft. And as always, go Tribe!